<laughs> All right. It's week eight. At these for a while. It's week eight. We still don't have a podcast. We don't. Yet. We don't have a podcast at all. <sighs> this is a this is a rough one. We almost didn't even record an episode because I kept texting AJ, and he. Uh, well, I, I did, didn't respond, but I didn't get any of the texts. And he's it's, got that green bubble, folks. He's an Android user. Yeah. And it's I, I think the pod it might have been a, a message from the podcasting gods that, you know, stop trying already, but I don't listen to people or gods. No um, gods, no. no masters. No but problem. Here we go again. This time I think it's gonna be a big success. Yeah, I, on the other hand, have all the finest things in life. I'm I'm rocking that iPhone 11 Pro. Very nice. I uh, got the three cameras. Three of them. One for the each of you. So uh, are they like wall-eyed and you can take pictures of three different things at once or are they just uh, complete coverage? It uh, Yeah, it actually... It there there's a button that says zoom and a button that says normal and then a button that says Brendan Fraser vision. <laughs> yeah, they'd have to come up with something better than wall eyed. You, you gotta make, you gotta sex it up. Yeah, tired wall eyed, wired Brendan Fraser vision. <laughs> Sp- start spreading that around, folks. Let's get him back. Get him back on the... Uh, I'd, I'd love to see a, a movie projected in Brenda, <laughs> Brendan Fraser vision. It's the special edition of The Mummy comes in Brendan Fraser. It's it's like 3D except two totally different images. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about The Mummy sneaking up on you in your periphery with this this special edition. They don't even, I don't think they do that with normal movies, let alone The Mummy. Uh, uh, what's wrong with The Mummy? I thought everybody loved The Mummy. I just, I just remember all the other ones they made. Yeah, that's true. And uh, there have been some pretty bad Mummy movies. You know, it's but like when you get out of an abusive relationship and then you like look back, you're not like, when you're truly, that's when you know that you're like healed. You're you're not thinking about the sex you had with the mummy. You're thinking about when, when the Scorpion King <laughs> looked so terrible. Yeah, it, it's weird that that was the birth of Dwayne the Rock Johnson's acting career was uh, being a giant CGI scorpion. Scorpion and- <laughs> King. He was a rowdy lad. That Scorpion King. Hmm. By the way, uh, speaking of rowdy lads, uh, I should tell you that I uh, posted something to the social media for this account, for the pod, for the, our podcast project, to try and get our fans fired up. I said that you would put a jackfruit in your butt. Yeah, uh, the picture of the jackfruit, I saw this. Uh, that's a very large jackfruit, it appears, but uh, there's 
not a whole lot for me to get scale on. Uh, did you purchase said jackfruit? Can I hold it in my little hands? Well, it. Um, I would say it was roughly the size of a basketball. Okay. All right. And I didn't purchase it because I said if this gets a thousand likes. Yeah, you said I would put it in my butt. Yeah. Which, uh... So far, I think, um... Let me take a look. See if I can just bring up that post and see how many likes we're getting on this thing. Ah, I love Facebook. Isn't it great? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's very good for not just me and you, but for the world. Yeah, everybody's loving it. Okay, so... Here's what we got. So far... We have nine. Are, uh, are you counting my wow? Oh, sorry. Because uh, I, I, I might have to unwow. Eight likes and one one wow from Andrew Estes. Uh, that's a big jackfruit. Okay, so uh, we're also getting stats on this because Facebook somehow just knew that what we uh, have here is a business. So it's giving us stats. Um, so far, this has only reached 50 people. Okay, well, that makes this is one time that I'm I'm glad to not have a podcast yet. Yeah, because I also don't have a basketball-sized jackfruit lodged in my rectum. So it, it, there were 24 engagements. 24 people clicked on the picture, and out of those 24, um, eight of them. So approximately one half actually looked at the picture and out of that one third mm-hmm. said yeah i'd like i'd like for aj to put this large yeah. lad in his booty i'm gonna guess that the the people who did not respond it's a probably about an even split between people who you know just weren't engaging with this content and then people who hated the idea of Thinking of me hunkering over that jackfruit and trying to do a reverse uh, chicken laying an egg sort of situation, <laughs> like they they got a real, real good clear mental image of what that would entail, and not not out of any concern for me, but, but out of concern of just thinking about it, they they did not want to see it happen. All right, so I've done the math here, and at, at these numbers, um, this. Our reach is currently only, f- what, 50 people? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm just going to look and see how how many... Um, I'm trying to think, like... How many people we could, I think, let's see... I'm going to look up what the cost, average cost per reach Facebook. So 27 cents per click. We need to reach about 5,000 people to get that thousand likes, right? Uh Uh-huh. I I think maybe we should just table this one. That's that's times twenty seven. That's okay. So uh, it, it's going to cost me about thirteen hundred dollars to get that jackfruit in your butt. Um, 
I think that a, a, a much easier transaction would be to give me $1,300 to put a jackfruit in my butt. That, you know what? We got something here. Um, you know, not doing it for uh, my love of the fans, but doing it for my love of the money. <laughs> Which and hey, is I mean, even stronger. Listen, and we can monetize this as well. Like, you're gonna you're gonna get some some follows and some likes. Yeah, I, I think that I could probably be the new tub girl with this one. This is our tub girl comes up again two some episodes in a row. T- t- tasteful pictures taken inside of the tub once it's in there. That's that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Tub boy. I don't know what the tub girl is. Oh, it's you, you don't you never don't look it up. <laughs> it's I one wanna... of those one of those gross early two thousands. Uh, prior to memes being funny, they were just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. No, what I was doing was, uh, you know, we love dead air on this program. <laughs> yeah, a, 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 a fan actually told me that it helps him go to sleep. So, uh, that's great. That's great to hear. Welcome. We, I had, I had a, I had a friend and a fan uh, send me a DM the other day that said that this was a well executed and uh, a great idea. Well executed, I think, was how he put it. Uh, but I just, yeah, what I was doing was I was actually looking up reviews we got a new review on itunes uh, shout out to zebra horrible who says solid material proud hu- proud humor from two handsome dudes <laughs> keep up the super duper work so um huh well that kind of makes me feel like even if we're only getting 50 or so our 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 reach is is getting a little larger i i wouldn't have considered anything that i've said to be proud humor mostly i I, this is just shame that this hasn't come together i thought we'd have a podcast by now yeah this is not proud humor this is actually shameful like i i listen to this i listen to my own podcast at work and i am keenly aware of the fact that i cannot laugh at anything that is said lest someone say oh what are you listening to and if you think it's awkward trying to explain any podcast to a coworker who asks what you're laughing at, imagine trying to explain your own dumb esoteric podcast to a coworker. I've done this, and uh, I think maybe a couple of people have listened to it, but a few people have just said no. <laughs> and I maybe I should have tried to sell a little bit harder, and I think that's a big think, problem. I don't think any. I this is a I don't know if this counts as a review, but a, a a friend of ours said to me last night, you know that the audience for this idea that you have is so incredibly small. This is the same person who said he listened to it to go to sleep. <laughs> uh, I I tend to disagree. I feel like we're hitting uh, every base there is. Yeah. We're leaving no stone unturned. I. You know the the variety of our attempts. I, I it's growing by the week, and one of these, even if some of these are a little too esoteric, maybe 
who's he to say? Yeah. Uh, one of these is going to save the world. Yeah. Eventually, that's the idea. Save the world. Podcasts can save the world. We're going to save save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, podcast heroes. With stars in our eyes. Okay, I got an idea for a podcast. Lay it on me. It's called Simple Pleasures. Ooh. Did I do this one already? Simple pleasures. I don't believe so. Okay, good. Simple pleasures. Is this like uh, the little bit of oatmeal I put? Uh, I mean, the little bit of peanut butter I put in my oatmeal every morning? It could be whatever you want it to be. All righty. Well, it could be a Facebook notification that you forgot to mute. It's really great when uh, you have a message and your electronics ding and let you you know that somebody wants to talk to you. Oh, I get such pleasure from that. That little noise. I'm wondering when we're going to get the little rumble chips implanted in us. I for wanna... when somebody wants to talk to us. Where would you get the chip implanted? Um, The tip of my nose. Just, a little... Just so it wiggles Oof. around like I'm, uh, uh, what's her name, from Bewitched. <laughs> Mary Poppins. That'll do it. Um... No, that sounds like the worst possible. That's like falling asleep on the bus. You ever try try that on like a like a charter bus or a Greyhound? Mm-hmm. And your head like touches like the side of the bus and then your head starts vibrating and then the tip of your nose starts to get itchy from the vibration because it's just barely wiggling, like all the cartilage jiggling around. You get like, it's so itchy it wakes you up. Hmm. No, I, I, I'd, I'd put my face against the window and the vibrations would rattle my teeth a little bit, but I, I got, got, I got to like it. You got a solid nose. Yeah. It's true. I do have, my septum is all blown out, so maybe that's why my nose is so waggly. (laughs) (laughs) I, I got that cocaine nose. To be clear, I, I don't. I don't do coke. I have never done cocaine. I'm I'm terrified of the idea of it. I'm not so scared that I'll overdose. Uh, it's more that I'm just already an asshole. I don't need any help. Yeah, that's kind of where. And I'm if you at. got you got a weak nose, like you might you might be all Skeletor real quick. I know. You might well, lose I'm that already nose, the yeah. whole nose. But I do. I always get the talk when I go to the doctor, and they put the little thing up my nose to look in it. And then they're like, so do you do any drugs? <laughs> no, man. Because it really looks like I did the hell out of drugs. Were you just like an aggressive nose picker as a child? or I was a, I was a fighty little child, and I broke my nose a couple of times. Ah. I've, I've, the, I've had mine bloodied, but never broken. What's funny is that my nose should be bigger, but I done, like, broke it so bad that it was like a free nose job. Ah, but the kind of nose job where it might fuck up 20 years down the line. It might just collapse in on itself like Michael Jackson. No, <laughs> we'll see. Hey, I'm, I never I'm pretty understood good looking why they right couldn't now. build him a new nose. I think that if your nose falls off, just, you should get to build a new nose, too. I would have. You know what? Alternate reality. Michael Jackson still alive. Um, oh, uh. Not guilty. 
Just gonna. I mean, if he's still alive, I would also like to add that uh, he's been found not guilty by God Almighty, not some court where he might be like, yeah, but I think he still did it. Like someone proves that he didn't do anything wrong, that he was just a weirdo and not a pedophile. But then he's got like a little, like a little mask, like Richard Harrow on mm-hmm. on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, <laughs> like a little. Little porcelain mask that covers the part of his face that's fucked up. Like he just has a little porcelain nose. I think I got an idea for uh, to to improve uh, people people's noses when their noses fall into disrepair. I think we get the uh, build a bear workshop people on this. And the build a bear group. Build build your own nose at the mall. Yeah, Let's and then bring some like... traffic back to the malls. You you pick your own plush nose. Put a little tiny bit of stuffing in it and pop it on your face. They make you do something like whisper a secret into the nose before you finish. Mm-hmm. Yep, your your deepest desire for for your nose. And then they give you like a, a do- fake adoption papers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they do that at the Build a Bear? I think they do. That's that's like a Cabbage Patch thing, but I think that they do something similar with the Build a Bear. I've never actually built a bear, but if uh, I could build a nose, I'd probably uh, do that. They make you get all kinds of uh, experimental in vitro fertilization before they let you build a bear. (coughs) Is it Bertha Bear? No, it's not Bertha Bear. (laughs) Do you know Bertha Bear? (laughs) (laughs) That's... That's some people don't want to adopt, you know, like they, they want to see uh, their legacy, their, I guess, the legacy of their own DNA carry on. You know, Bertha Bear really got robbed on season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> So uh, the, these simple pleasures, I mean, I, I, I think we're on topic because building, building bears is clearly one of life's uh, simple pleasures. It's just some fabric with, uh, you know, a handful of cotton or sawdust or what have you shoved inside of it. And, but I mean, here, uh, what would, what, what's your pitch for this podcast? Okay, so I think it would just be where we would meet up and, and we would each have like a simple pleasure that we wanted to talk about. So we would just share. Um, okay, so here's one for me. Um, a thing that I love, just a little thing that I like to do for myself is um, sometimes of an evening... I'll pour myself a little bit of bourbon whiskey, and then I will, um, I'll get a bag of barbecue Lay's potato chips, just a little bag, like one of those snack, you know, vending machine size, and a single Baby Bell cheese, and then I will get, uh, super fucked up on marijuana. Mm Mm-hmm. And those two snacks together are like a perfect pairing when you're high. And then I'll look at pornography ah. and eat those two snacks. <laughs> those those are two small snacks, but normally 
I, I've never found myself one to watch pornography for a very long period of time. Just at some point, I lose interest. You gotta, oh man, you gotta find, you gotta get the to the beyond. You gotta push, push through those barriers. You gotta hit that wall and just keep <laughs> going. Is that why I've never known unlimited pleasure? That's right. I've never I'm, tasted it. I'm what the fuck? I put do not disturb on. Why am I still getting these dings? God, it's just bothering me that that you have the exact opposite problem that I have right now. You get no dings. I'm, I'm getting, getting no all dings, dings or 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 communique. Uh, I'm incommunicado now. No um, choice by me. All right, a simple pleasure of mine is huh, when I can. I've got a lot of really, really crappy white tube socks and crew socks, mm -hmm. and it's just out of uh, being a disorganized mess that I buy those. But I've got a few really nice pairs of socks, and when I actually happen to find both both pieces of one pair without hunting, and, it, like, I, I've got some Edgar Allan Poe socks and a pair of Clockwork Orange socks, and when, when <laughs> I... When, whenever I wear one of those two pairs of socks, I know I'm going to have a good day. Special <laughs> socks for a special day for a special person that is me. They're both the Edgar Allan Poe and Clockwork. Or like you just, you sound like you're a professional creep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Like, just like spooky. I guess I've also got some Sesame Street socks too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't throw those in there. All right. Well, now I don't know what to think. That's yeah. it's getting more hot topicy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you have like a Cookie Monster flat brim? Like <laughs> 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 I actually have a a T-shirt with I think it's Cookie Monster and Elmo on it. That's um, oh geez. Uh, I'm having a brain fart right now where I can't remember what stupid... Are they dressed like Rastafarians? Um, essentially, yeah. Oh, it's, oh is it really? I, I, think it, I think it's the... What's the LMFAO song that was really big? I'm oh. at that Taco Bell. I'm it's, at that Pizza Hut. Or what's... Or wait, no. Every that's... day I'm hustling or... Yeah. I, I don't, I'm trying to remember what's on it. It's, it's one of the worst t-shirts I've ever seen, but... That sounds great. Uh, that that wouldn't make my simple pleasures list though. Uh, that's more of a that's more of a detritus list. All right. Um. But uh, would this be a podcast where we not only uh, speak about these uh, pleasures, but also engage in them during the podcast? I mean, we could do that. We could engage in the simple pleasures, but. If we might have conflicting simple pleasures. Mm -hmm. You know, you could say like, oh, a simple pleasure that I have is playing PlayStation. And then I might say, I like going on a bike ride. And God help us if we have to do both of those in one episode. We're going to end up in the hospital. Why is that? I mean, many a day have you know, I played uh, PlayStation and gone for a bike ride. Well, I mean, just the idea of doing both and recording. Oh, that's true. It's going to take a lot of extension cord, and oh, God. there's a good chance we'll end up in the, in, you know, getting hit by a truck or something. Yeah. 
Oh, we're going to do it at the same time. Well, we would have to. Yeah. We only have an hour blocked out for this. That's true. That's true. I guess I'd probably have to pick something that didn't take a lot of concentration for my PlayStation game. I I probably wouldn't want to do something that requires very well-timed taps. There's so Parappa the Rappa's out. I'm probably not going to be able to figure out the control scheme for Tomb Raider again. So it's it's going to have to be like Madden Football or something to make this work. Yeah. Yeah, that isn't that, that's that kind of, we kind of ruin each other's simple pleasures. Yeah, I feel like maybe our our pleasures might get complicated. All right, what what do you got here? Okay, well This is a little bit uh this is going to another another podcast that's going to take a lot of work behind the scenes, but once we put that work in, it's going to, you know, the money's going to start rolling in and it's going to be like we are doing a thing. And I call this parody podcast Mm -hmm. but it's not a parody it's (laughs) parity and we're going to go and buy some parrots and train them to podcast okay and uh i don't know how many we're gonna have to get if this is gonna be like a hundred monkeys working for a hundred years situation we might have to get a lot of parrots that would the more parrots we get the better our odds get that we'll get a yeah a truly talented podcasting parrot yeah i don't know if if the the goal is to train them one-on-one ourselves or just stick them in a room that only plays podcasts all day long it this is also very similar to uh our podtron our wonderful robot but he has no no method of speaking yeah uh so he has no mouth and he must speak i think that we could maybe have him create a playlist for our parrots though and it can be essentially since they're just wonderful mimics a way for the podtron to speak to the public it could be yeah we could just we could set up a thing where the podtron if we could do a text to speech and just put it in a room with a with a hundred parrots mm-hmm. just going all day just reading off like fake podcast names so then the parrots I feel like the parrots might be able to do this as well. You could just have, if someone out there, if one of our listeners wants to start the na- uh, podcast where you just say the names of podcasts <laughs> so that we could just play that for our parrots, for our parody podcast. Oh, no, I guess that they would have to hear the podcast too, right? Mm-hmm. We're and trying I'm, to I'm make. I'm thinking now, like, they, they are going to have to have some sort of rapport with each other too like at first i was just thinking like we'll pick the two best ones and put them there but if they don't have any parrot chemistry then yeah i i'm also realizing that um that perhaps we would be we would be limited in what we could play for the parrots like we would probably just have to be doing like the bare minimum the, the, so, 
are are you saying that we're gonna have to? I don't know. I really wanted a parrot like that would be a really good credible news source. Like I I I want the one of our parrots to win. I mean, one of the parrots would have to win. But what I'm saying is that if there's too many, too many different things coming in at the parrot, it's gonna muddy the waters. This parrot needs to be trained on how to be like a successful podcaster. So really we would have to just let the parrot ingest like whatever the most successful podcasts are and not just let the parrot we can't let the parrot listen to Hollywood handbook is what I'm saying. Yeah, well that's a given. There I I probably want to start most of these parrots out on NPR podcasts. Like Yeah. I, I, I want these to be some classy birds, no dirty birds. No dirty birdies. We want, but what I'm saying is, like, if this is supposed to be, if this is supposed to be a, a podcast that's going to be a, like a commercial success, yeah, we're probably gonna have to let the parrot listen to like WTF or something like that. <sighs> I know, I know. And then one of us has to live with a Mark Marin parrot. It, it's a pretty big price to pay. Like I was really excited about not having to do any work and still put out a podcast. But if I have to hang out with Mark Marin in bird form. All right. So th- th- here's like, we could also just let the parrot listen to Joe Rogan, which I feel like <sighs> Joe Rogan, that, that, that's that, pretty much the podcast you're pitching, except with a human man instead of a yeah, parrot. Yeah. I think, I think maybe we should do this still with the Joe Rogan method but still keep doing our podcast and try to find it. Cause I don't think this podcast can save the world, but I think that a parrot is, you know, a really good replacement for Joe Rogan. So we might be able to sell our best parrot to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Okay. So just here's what I, I've been working on something here. This is a, this is a simulation of what we might, what this might look like. Oh, and the ding is back. <laughs> the Joe Rogan shit. Oh, hang on. Oh, <laughs> uh, I forgot to. I forgot to change the uh, channel mapping. That's okay. I think that a little suspense before a Joe Rogan parrot is a good thing. It's one of life's simple pleasures. It is. Oh, isn't it really? Isn't it one of life's simple pleasures? All right, let me get back in here. Okay. <laughs> The Joe Rogan experience. With you anymore, someone that you deeply loved and cared about, you want them to suffer. It's weird. It's right. weird. So, I mean, it's normal. So I guess it's not that weird. But the the evil, vicious. Wow, your simulation of a parrot voice that that sound that parrot learned how to sound just like Joe Rogan. Yeah. All right. So. Nope. I did it wrong. I made it too low. Tiger! <laughs> I made it low. I made it low. I meant to make it high. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on. That's okay. You can fix it. You can pull us out of this. It's not like too the late. To give the other champ a birthday cake. Took All his right. dick. Took his fingers. Took his feet. Yeah. 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 Hussein's been so funny. He's like, the, the worst thing about that story for that guy is that everyone's going to want to hear it forever. Because mm-hmm. it starts with, so I was bringing a birthday cake to a chimpanzee. And then, and like, you, you got to hear the rest. 
All right, so that's we're not done yet. That that, that just sounds like a chipmunk. Evolution, there's an evolutionary basis for it. Oh, is that what he we looks like We need to like add now? like some. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! I'm gonna show it. It's tough. Well, this this is why we need the real deal too. He's got one eye. His nose is gone. Oh, look at that frown. Well, his face was ripped. Apart. Well, this is this is uh, essentially what the uh, awful. Yeah, it's fucking awful, man. This is what the parrot would yeah, be. Yeah, you can't own a chimp, you crazy assholes. They're the <laughs> most vicious of all. <laughs> okay. Audition asked me if I wanted to save that session. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, audition, please. I think it's better lost to back. Time. Back up all of that as lossless files somewhere in my hard drive. That's what I need. Just, just a sped up Joe Rogan. That's how I always listen to Joe Rogan, though. You know, I, I want to get through as many of his uh, podcasts as I can in as short amount of time as I can. Yeah, truly. Because there's so much knowledge out in the world, and I want to cram as much of it into my cranium as I can. True, 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 true. All right, um... So that was the parody podcast. Yes. Um my next my next podcast idea is called The J O I Podcast. J O I? Mm-hmm. And what, what pray tell does that stand for? It stands for Jack Off Instructions. <laughs> um <laughs> now this is a popular this is a popular subgenre of uh like uh user generated pornography just people telling people how to jack off. Okay. And I thought, well, I mean that's that seems like a market we could break into, honestly. Honest I'm I'm minutely aware of this, but Yeah, right. I I've I've seen I've seen those those uh entries and i scroll past them because i always think don't tell me how to do something i know how to do very well yeah i mean that it's maybe that's part of it maybe it's uh it's like a thing where you're getting dommed a little bit you're like look i've i've been jerking off to beat the band since 1996 i don't need anybody coming in here yeah i can put you on mute anytime i want i brought you into this world and i can take you (laughs) But, uh, yes, uh, Jack Off Instructions, the podcast, uh, I, I think that, I think that could, we could work. go, I mean, instead of, instead of it just being horny, we could get into like some of like the, uh, the nitty gritty, like, you know, tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we could bring some scientists in on this one and find out what is actually the, you don't want to get carpal tunnel, you, you know, what, what is the ideal the setup sports medicine it. of uh mm-hmm. of jerking off yeah you don't yeah no carpal tunnel you don't want to end up getting tommy john surgery there's there's a lot of uh pitfalls <laughs> to avoid it for something that's pretty simple most people figure out on their own and are ashamed of they don't ask the questions and a lot of people are probably doing it wrong yeah yeah get yeah yeah, I, I like the idea of non-horny jack-off instructions. I, I think, that, you know what? 
I thought this might have been a skunk I was throwing out there just to have one. Maybe this this could be the one. I'm I'm putting a star next to it. I'm, I'm really worried that everybody's going to end up with those uh, like uh, wrist protectors that professional bowlers always use. Like I I want to make sure that we continue to make jacking off cool and not something for losers. Yeah. Wait, no. I always see. Whenever, like, as a kid, whenever I'd see someone's mom had one of those wrist things on, I'd be like, oh, cool. That was, like, oh, so cool. Really? I, I always thought, like, your body is breaking down. You you are. No, it's like, oh, dope. What are you, you working, like, medical coding? <laughs> That's my dream. Ooh, that, that blue gel looks futuristic. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the that's the JOI podcast. Okay. I feel like that's that's got legs. Yeah. I, I, I think that once people learn how to correctly jack off, they'll probably forget again on a weekly basis and need a good reminder. And I'm sorry, I just recalled last night we were hanging out. This is not related to the podcast, but it made me laugh. I feel like I have to address it now. I just remembered that last night we were hanging out in real life, not for not for recordings. And I had the idea of someone liking cum so much that they swirl a pair of balls around like a wine glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made me laugh so hard last night. And it made me laugh again (laughs) right now. Just, ah, like doing the thing, like a little circular motion. Uh (laughs) A camalier. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then before you drink you always <coughs> cheers, right? Mm. Just a a clink of the balls. Just clink them together. Well, you got to do it on the bar and then into mm-hmm. the other yeah. balls while you make eye contact. Because it's uh to you and and to this wonderful place in which we are congregated. That is that's that's the uh Yeah, that's the tradition of dropping loads. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's why the JOI podcast is needed because a lot a lot of the decorum I of mean, this has been lost over the years. There's so many reasons why the JOI podcast is needed. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right, moving on. All right. I've I've got uh old words are for the birds, a language creation podcast. And this is going to be a podcast where anything that you've encountered, any idea or feeling that is currently very difficult to describe because we just don't make words like we used to. Mm. Like uh, Mm -mm. a lot of times uh, I'll I'll hear uh, the – First one that comes to mind is Schadenfreude, but that the Germans have these very wonderful long words that describe very distinct situations. I'd like to have some more of those and have them not sound German. Yeah. But also another thing, and we were talking about noses earlier, I think that the amount of adjectives that we have to describe how things smell is frankly lacking. It's all like just it's stinky or it's... Smells bad. Odor. You know, you know, like it's yeah. not descriptive. Odor. You know how people are always describing things. Odorific. As, <laughs> it smells odor. Odory. 
That's a noun, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're just. Uh, but that's j- just frankly the lack of uh, smell words is. Yeah. A problem. Smelly. That's a gerund. What are you even doing? No, smelling is a gerund. Get out of here! <laughs> Don't come at me. I'm an English major. <laughs> As a religion major. So I'll tell you that. Uh, so you know, like, what frankincense and myrrh smell like or something? Yeah. They're spicy. Oh. It's got a spicy scent. It smells like a gingerbread man. Oh. That's what. So picture baby Jesus. Ginger baby? It just smells like uh, donkey shit and gingerbread <laughs> man. Just rub that on him. Rub it on him. Just slather him up. Yeah. Oil that baby up. Make why him... are you do why are you rubbing it on the baby Jesus? Um, I thought one of them was like a like a perfume. Maybe oh, I, I think really... yeah. Yeah, frankincense and myrrh are both are both like uh perfumes. I don't know what they smell like. And they're used I don't for have like embalming. It's just a weird thing to. I mean, I guess they're expensive, and that's why. But it'd be like, if, imagine if Baby Jesus were born today, and somebody was like, "Yo, Baby Jesus, I got you this this Apple Watch." <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good. Uh, hey, I, Baby Jesus, I got you this Coach bag. <laughs> if Baby Jesus were reborn today. I don't know who the three wise men would be. They were all bros, right? The three wise men? They all hung out together? They were from the Orient. They didn't, like, randomly find each other along the path, like, like, we must all do this. We're all sent by our, you know, fever dreams to find this child. They were all, like, hanging out and being like, yeah, let's go do that, guys. All right, so what would the three, who would be the three uh, wise men from the Orient if baby Jesus were born today, and what what gifts would they bring too? I think first of all, first wise man from the Orient would be Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. yeah, creator of Metal Gear. <laughs> yep. Also, Silent Hill, thing, uh, or the he made PT right. I th- he would be there. Yeah. Uh, and he would have a, a brand new PlayStation Four Pro with the Death Stranding. Early release for Baby Jesus. Actually, I think by the time that this episode comes out, that'll be out. I think it comes out November 8th. Um, watch for it, America. <laughs> okay, so two two more wise men from Get the Get on East. there and do some, uh, do, some, uh, do some online gaming with Baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, number two. I'm going to throw out old Jack Chan. That's exactly who I was thinking for number two. <laughs> yeah. And I think that uh, it, he should probably give him, like, one of his finger bones or something. One of his bones that he's not using. That. Wait, so Jackie Chan is giving him a bone? Yeah, because he's broken them all. You I mean, know. I guess that's true. And then they reheal, And I, I think that a magical child should uh, maybe have a magical bone. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know what else would like. I guess we could give him some. I mean, Jackie Chan. I I normally think of as not 
I mean, he will use swords and other weapons, but he's usually using what's around him. So something of Jackie Chan's probably going to mean more than something around Jackie Chan. What's the movie where he does all the stunts with a with a ladder? Mm, does all the stunts with a ladder? Is that a is it police story? No, it's not police story. It's one of the it's one of the later ones. But that could be it. It could one, just one be the, the ladder. The like ladder rump, that rump, he's like jumping through and stuff. Rumble in the Bronx. It's or not the Rumble in the Operation Bronx. Operation Condor. It might be Operation Condor. Okay. And then a uh, third of the wise men. Uh, I'm going to go with Cal Penn. Okay. Kumar from Kumar, Helen, yes. Because people don't, people don't remember this. India is technically part of the Orient. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Andrew H.A.S. <laughs> and it's just a poster also, for Asia. Also, and it says... Cal Penn it's was in, in, in the Dr. House show, and uh, it was really sad when he had to leave to join Obama's special counsel. <laughs> Which, he didn't he get mugged and then quit? I believe that is accurate, he, but it did not necessarily <laughs> mean that he came back to the Dr. House show in a timely manner. That is and, not an indictment of Washington, D.C.'s crime rate or the Indian people's cowardice. Well, if if you've played Sid Meier's Civilizations, you you would know that that's not true because Gandhi is a really mean son of a bitch. That's this is he always always beats me. <laughs> He's a real asshole. So the uh, Cal Penn, uh, since I got to choose the third wise man, um, you get to choose what gift he brings. Okay, Cal Penn, uh, you know, like a paperweight. <laughs> can, can it be one of those ones? Probably like, from House. Like something a, that says House on it. Well, I think, what kind of house, what kind of paperweight do you think House would have? You know, it's prob- probably either just says House, 9 o'clock on Wednesdays on Fox. Check it out. Oh, so it's like, it's, I see, I was thinking it was House's paperweight. Oh, no, just promotional material. Just a promotional yeah. thing. No, maybe not. You know, the obvious answer would be like a Crave case. Be, but yeah. I don't, no. I don't I like want it. A, I don't want baby Jesus eating burgers. He can't yeah. handle that yet. You, There'll be time. It's important that he hold down his papers when he's running his old fan in his office. I mean, what does a baby really need, though? Why, why do you buy babies gifts? I, I mean... Baby showers, I mean, I guess they need clothes and, and equipment and stuff, but as far as a gift, it's like, ooh, appreciate this, you know. Yeah, it's I mean, not they like, brought him gold. There, It's like a newborn baby hadn't learned nothing yet. It's like a slug or something. He's dumb. He's dumb as hell, that baby. That Don't baby. bring him a present. Bring little, his m- little mom Lord and dad Jesus. A yeah. Let's get, let's get uh, whoever the Joseph is, you know, like a good uh, – like maybe the NFL Sunday ticket for a year or something. I don't know. I, I think Cal Penn can afford better than that, though. <sighs> what podcast were we talking about? This I, was called Old Words. For oh, the yeah, yeah, that's it was mine. Um, 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I think that this podcast could start out, you know, just maybe like a word a day calendar, like where we just introduce one word and try to get people on board with using it and say like, okay, this word describes, uh, you know, the... One, one example of something I don't have a word for is when my eye twitches, like you can just say like twitchy or something, but it feels like that's describing the action that's happening and not the feeling of it happening. Mm. So that, that what, what I think there needs to be a word uh, for when something I normally have control of on my body, I, I, I no longer have perfect control of. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I know exactly. Like the kind of like, why is there not a word for this thing? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess this would just probably start out, out on that level, but also I'd I'd like to create uh, my own language. Okay. Uh, it's it's kind of you know, Esperanto is a pretty big deal. I'm gonna start with the adjectives and then work back. Yeah. Yeah. I'll to all the nouns and well, everything. Well, I'm going to first impregnate the English language with words from this language. Now, this sounds then, like a job for the JOI podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe we should do both. We can nut in that English language. Yeah. Just uh, slowly, slowly take it over. Take it over and, from and the then, inside. And then just uh, all of a sudden... The English language is MySpace, and my new language is Facebook. And everybody will be just as happy with my new language as they are with Facebook. They love it, folks. The reviews are in. Five stars. Mm-hmm. All right, I have, a, I have one here, an audience submission. This comes from Kent. And Kent writes, Elevation! A deep dive into the topography of every city that you two performed in during their 2001 tour, promoting All That You Can't Leave Behind album. So Hmm. this would be... This would be a podcast about, I guess, about, like, geography by way of you two. Well, I'm not sure of that entire tour, but... U2 in general will tour for a very long time and hit almost every city, so I think we could just do a blow-by-blow of that city's history, but also how U2 has affected that. I'm sorry. I need to point out that uh, Kent... Kent, is it? Kent? Are you saying Ken or Kent? Kent. With a T? With a U. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. You almost tricked me. Uh, yeah. This uh, this Kent fool uh, seems to think that you two had a tour called All That You Can't Leave Behind. But uh, that was the name of the album. And actually, looking at his Facebook post here... Uh, he said, originally, a deep dive into the topography of every city that U2 performed during its 2001 tour promoting all that you can't leave behind, which is correct. And then he changed it to 
Well, no, I guess that he did still say it right. Never mind, Kent. I'm sorry. You're you're fine. The tour is actually called Elevation. It wasn't called All That You Can't Leave Behind. But um, it has its own Wikipedia page. So I'm just looking over this. And here's what we got. Um, we have first two dates. Sunrise, Florida. That was at the National Car Rental Center. <laughs> Seems like they're really getting might around. Been, might have been a little crowded there. Sunrise, Florida. Sunrise, Florida. I don't even know where that is. And that was where they kicked it off. Then Charlotte, Atlanta, Houston, Dallas, Denver, Calgary, Tacoma, Vancouver, Portland, San Diego. I've heard of all the rest of these, but I'd never heard of Sunrise. Maybe they were playing a little club Milwaukee. show, you know, like your U two. I'd imagine the national stadiums. national car rental center. It might just be that kiosk in the airport. Mm-hmm. They were there just getting off the plane, like elevation, woo, woo, yeah, to, Tomb Raider, ladies and gentlemen. Well, not too, or no, that's that's very Beatlesy. I don't know how to do a Bono voice, but they're not too good to busk. No musicians too good to busk. Do a little busking in the airport. You know, turn over a, a, a plastic bucket and you got a drum. Okay, so that was March of 2001 was when they did that uh, sunrise. They did two nights in sunrise. And then it takes them all the way until May before they get back on that bullshit. Oh, playing man. a did show they... in Auburn Hills. Did they play a show on 9-11? Wait. That would be uh oh fuck that there there was a break between the first of September, so you're telling me we don't know where you two was on nine eleven <laughs> wait wasn't the first of September wasn't that nine eleven first of September nine one one wasn't that how it worked? I don't remember the if it was September. The band disperses. They scatter to the winds. Where Wait, do they was it... go? They reconvene later, but do we know what they were up to? Yeah, no, they were unaccounted for for a full 10 days. You're you, too. Why aren't you playing a show? All right. You know, so, yeah. what's your alibi, guys? They did that They did that famous Slane Castle show on 1st of September, 2001. Um. Now, how many how many hijackers were there? I think four. <laughs> the four members of U2. I, well, here's the thing. Moby and Nelly Furtado were also on that show. And I don't know. Nelly Furtado's already disappeared one time for an extended period of time. Nobody and what else do we know about went. Nelly Furtado? She's like a bird. Yeah. She only fly away. Now, what else is like a bird? A, like a plane going into a building. Yeah. She don't know where her home is. She don't know where her soul is. Yeah. Also, Nelly, it's hot in here, which hot, it normally so would be. Hot enough to melt steel beams? Yeah. So No, I, I don't really believe any of this, but I love talking about cities. You know? I mean, so yeah. There's more. They they played. Uh, Do you think U two gets 
tired of all the travel? Do you think that the the road's a hard life for them? Doesn't seem like it. Golly, they love uh, being on tour. They seem pr- like pretty happy guys. They make a lot of money doing it. So I guess uh, good for them. Yeah. All right, so that's that's another option that we have here is the uh, Kent's dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of wondering what uh, the Potron has to say. I'm a little bit worried it's going to be mad at me because of the parrot idea, but, you know, I'll give it a cookie or something. All right, let's check in with the Potron 4500. Now the Podtron, for those of you at home, is a it's a computer, it's an artificial intelligence that I created that takes the thousand most popular podcasts on Apple Podcasts and then procedurally generates using artificial intelligence the names of podcasts that would also be popular based on whatever trends it sees. So See. Let's shuffle these papers around yeah, loudly let's, uh, let's, uh, to add to the... Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to get that ticker tape out of the machine and see what he comes up with. Okay. Uh, first one that jumps out at me is uh, Donkey of World <laughs> War II. God damn it. That was the first one I had to. Well, shoot. Donkey of World War II. I mean, I just know that the 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 Steven Spielberg film War Horse was uh, <laughs> War Horse. Like it's like I'm trying to say Worcestershire sauce. All this War War Horse War Horse. I'm very. I apologize. War Horse Donkey Donkey of World War Two, which I don't know if many donkeys served, but possibly I, I'm guessing that this is going to be like a a. a a storytelling podcast, and we're going to tell the story of this donkey. It could be, or it could be a reimagining. It could be like a what if. What if World War Two was fought by donkeys? Or like it, if if you introduce a donkey into the mix, you know, mm-hmm. like I mean, there's like there there are like those what if type uh, intellectual properties where it's like oh. What if the Nazis won? What if the South won the Civil War? But there's also the ones that are like, well, what if uh, there were zombies or aliens suddenly invaded during one of these events? But what if... um, Now, you're from a pretty uh, rural place, as am I. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you ever have donkey basketball growing up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is like a thing that I don't think you could get away with anymore, but it was where you would make all the teachers uh play basketball in the gym but there would be they would have to ride donkeys around. and you're just waiting for two things donkey poop somebody to fall off nobody cares so this who is, wins this is my donkey idea basketball of don- donkey of world war ii what if it was fought on donkeys you i got, like this idea you got hitler on a little donkey you got FDR trying to hide the fact he's on a donkey. 
<laughs> you can't let anyone he's know. He's got a blanket over. He's his... got a blanket. He's like, no, that's just my dick. <laughs> <laughs> just my dick sticking out. Sometimes my dick goes, yo. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. Like, it's it's a. Uh, is there going to be a donkey race? Like there was an arms race. Yeah, yeah. So whoever can amass the largest amount of donkeys will will win this war. Yeah, we're both trying to come up with a donkey so big that it can destroy an entire city. So when when the Blitzkrieg hits Poland. Are are we saying Poland just like it was like a one donkey country, or or is are when we reimagine this, are we gonna say like you know Poland's got a lot of donkeys? You know, I don't I think, think that, like would, a, that Hitler would be able to proceed so quickly through Europe. I think it's like a one for one. Like everyone is on a donkey. Like that's that's how donkey basketball works. And yeah. it'd be I mean Do do they still immediately have guns, my mind, or are my we mind just goes have to... to the fact that this is just I'm signing the death sentence for six million donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it it I, I keep thinking about uh didn't Don Quixote ride a donkey, but in his mind it was a like a beautiful steed? Yeah. So, like, are all of all these world leaders just delusional and think that they're still leading the sort of battalions that they actually had, but it's just a, a, a giant phalanx of donkeys? No, it'd be all of those, like, you see the rallies with Hitler, like, speaking, like, and then it cuts to the crowd. It's all these SS guys that they're all sit. Each one is sitting on a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a crowd... So we still got the tanks and stuff, but yeah. you, you have to just like make them big enough to march a donkey down into there. Yeah, everybody's on a donkey, and you got the you're in your little like uh, your little like P fifty two fighter plane, but there's a donkey instead of a seat, and the donkey's just every time you do a barrel roll. Is P fifty two an actual thing? Is that the Mustang? Did I do? Did I do B-52? the thing? B fifty two. No, B fifty two is the bomber. Yeah. No P, as in fighter jet. Okay. <laughs> I I can't speak to that. I I don't know. I I never got into. Uh, oh, I got very into war it, machines, but I can't tell if I'm like the amount of stupid where I know things that I wouldn't know normally, or if I'm just the amount of stupid that i normally am where i'm stupid man you you know how they always uh people get caught in no man's land and it's just like a guy like screaming out help help for a long time but you can just imagine how yeah. much bleeding not, not, not bleeding bleating there would be in no man's land just imagine what a bloodbath uh, d-day would have been <laughs> Can donkeys swim? They just, they just get they, they drop those little uh, the, the gang planks and then it's just donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly walk. None of them moving faster than a trot. Fuck. 
I feel like, no, this might have some other implications. Like, I feel like, would the Nazis have had some... Super donkeys? Well, they would have had an advantage in, like, uh, Switzerland and things like that. Like, those donkeys would have gotten them through the mountainous territory. Mm. Arguably, could have given them the... You're saying it's kind of like a... I don't know. Hannibal we might have marched the the elephants. Uh, when Hitler brought his donkeys across yeah, the Alps, yeah, it would turn into a. Yeah, we might have. Uh, we might have just. Uh, this might be like a, a monkey's paw. That yeah, if, if I a had... donkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> I I love donkeys, but if if it's gonna if it's gonna change the outcome, if of it's the gonna war, give Hitler an advantage, I don't know that we should do it. Um. I think the United States is at a disadvantage because we got everything we did in the war. We got to send all of our donkeys out. We're going to have no no donkeys left at home. We're going to be fighting on multiple fronts. Donkeyless. Donkeyless. All right. <laughs> now, uh, the one from the Podtron that's jumping out to me. Uh, now that I have to pick another one because I thought that the donkey of World War II was going to be mine. Uh, it's going to be Bobito. Bobito! Bobito! Is this like a little, even littler Bobby? I, Bobby's a diminutive of Robert. Bobito is an even smaller Bobby, I guess. It's B-O-B-B-I-T-O. Bobito. This, it sounds like a really cute podcast. It's well, I'm not sure. It, it also could be a, the diminutive of Bobbit. Mm. So it could be like uh, Lorena Bobbit or John Wayne. John Wayne and Lorena Bobbit. So it, you're saying it's Un the name of the penis Bobbito. that got cut off and thrown into a field somewhere? <laughs> It's, it's got some stories to tell. It's like Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, hey, hey, I'm Bobby. They call me Bobito. I'm John Wayne Bobbitt's penis. <laughs> I get no respect. <laughs> I mean, he that penis is honest. He really, really was shown a lot hey, of disrespect. Uh, what do I got to lose here? I'm going to tell the way it really happened. That's what it is. It's just that it's the penis come to life, and he's telling the true story of what happened in that headline-grabbing article mm-hmm. from our ch- childhood. Yeah. Do crimes like that it penetrate? Like they used to. <laughs> Bobito ain't penetrated nothing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I I can't. I'm trying to remember the last time, just like a like a somebody became famous for a stupid crime solely <sighs> for that crime. I feel like it it doesn't happen to people anymore. It happens to brands. That's the world we live in. It's like Wendy's. Somebody cut off Wendy's penis, <laughs> <laughs> and then their their Twitter account was like, "OMG!" And then we're like, "Ah, right, you done it again, Wendy's." <laughs> They're like, "I'd still rather have this than a Popeyes chicken sandwich." It's like, 
Oh, goddamn Wendy's own Popeyes. <laughs> All right, well, I think I'm going to move on and do a, a, another one here. Um, the Podtron has asked for, and I hope this isn't a real one, as always, uh, Actual Innocence Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think that we could just like form a podcast where we recruit people who were wrongly accused, like, you know, O.J. Simpson and... You know, uh, who else has been wrongly accused? <laughs> who would want to be on a podcast to purport they're on the actual innocence squad? I'm just checking to make sure actual innocence squad. Okay. It appears there is a podcast called Actual Innocence. I don't know anything about this podcast. I guess we could look it up. Uh, it says this is no longer producing new episodes. We strongly recommend subscribing to the Convicted Podcast. <laughs> so I guess they kind of went in the opposite direction there. Is that how that works? Like they were like, oh, not enough innocent people. Let's go to the one for people who were convicted of crimes. Yeah, but this one would be people who were tried in the court of public opinion and wrongfully, wrongfully so. I'm trying to think of a few few other uh maybe we could get George Zimmerman, OJ, you know, just like the the people who Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Just all all these people who despite the fact that they proved their actual innocence in the court of law were tried outside of it and whose lives were negatively affected by it. Well, okay, who else do we got there? We got OJ. We got we got Bob Zimmerman. Um, mm, not, I, I think Bobito can probably Bobito. join. Uh, <laughs> I, I got short changed. <laughs> oh. Um. Also, uh, Pete Rose. No, wait. Never mind. No, he admitted it. He's like a sucker. Yeah. He could have been in there. He could have. Who else? Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Get we, him in there. We could probably put a, a lot of a lot of Hollywood folk folks from the more golden of eras in here. Um Former members, we could we could do like uh, ones with uh, people who are no longer alive. We we could do the fatty Arbuckles and. Oh yeah, yeah. We could do this. Could be like the gold the golden age of getting away yeah. with murder. We could do like uh, it, it could be like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, where we would do our own black <laughs> dossier later. We're putting together a team. Yeah, yeah, the actual innocence squad. OJ Simpson. Yeah, we we are, are we, we are the Nick Furies of of this team. We're just time traveling. Putting together a team of people who got away with murder. But that's the twist is that we're putting together this team because they have to go back in time and murder Hitler. But we need a team that can get away 
without any sticky fingers. Yeah. That we can't leave anything behind. Or I guess we're just going to leave a bunch of shit behind, but then like hire really good lawyers and be like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Just, uh, the glove doesn't fit. The the, uh, the the legal team is going to be a huge part of the actual innocent squad. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're, mostly, they're, they're mostly going to be lawyers. Mostly, it's the most of the actual innocent squad is just on retainer. Um. All right. Um, you got another one. I got one more here. This one kind of ties into actual innocent squad. This one really caught my eye. Uh, it's Marsha Clark investing. <laughs> So this yeah, would be, these 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 can these ventures dovetail nicely. So this, I think this would kind of be kind of like a, a do like don't do as I do. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe should we look up? I'm gonna just do uh, some quick research to see if Marsha Clark investing. You know what? Maybe I should just make sure this isn't a podcast. It could be. No, uh, as far as I know, she's not exactly known for her. Yeah, I've I've never heard of her being a a power in the in investment field. Um. Now, the first thing that came up is that there is a Marsha Clark who is a wealth advisor. Oh, well. Maybe we're... Maybe, is this how the Marsha Clark from the OJ trial spells Marsha? We could have a, a second Marsha Clark. It's the same Marsha. It's the Marsha with a CIA, which... I mean... Here we have uh, the Marsha with an SH who has written an article that has three tips for short-term investing. It says, number one, determine your level of risk. Okay, so I don't know. What's our level of risk here? How much are we putting into this investing? Um, How much did O.J. Simpson lose when he got... Uh, found guilty of trying to burgle his own memorabilia back. Oh, well, he went to prison. He lost everything. Yeah, and so uh, let's, we'll most just... most of his uh, shitty ventures outside of it. I think uh, all the profits go to the Goldman family. So, oh, Goldman Sachs. Connect the dots. People follow the money. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to the Goldman. Um. Okay, so I guess our risk is uh, life in prison is what we're risking. So number two, consider short-term instruments is uh, what Marsha Clark suggests. Short-term instruments. I guess this would be like your uh, wax paper over a comb, <laughs> cigar box yeah, banjo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm considering... I'm gonna the go. aforementioned uh, plastic bucket turned upside down, banged with a stick. I'm gonna, yeah, 
I'm going to go with the old wash tub base. Yeah. All, all of you two's favorites. <laughs> you can, Adam Clayton can play a, a mean wash tub base. Larry Mullen Sr. Or Larry Mullen Jr. On the pots and pans. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've considered that. And then it says that we should synchronize goals with our assets. That's number three in the uh, three tips. Okay. So I guess that what our goal would be. Hmm. Did we set a goal? Uh, I think we it was don't to, want to, go save, to jail. Save, save the. Oh, yeah. I thought it was to save the world, but uh, I guess it is to save the world. That was our the, overall the, goal. the larger, bigger one. So this, how do we this time is still that a ba- with baby podcast idea? And we need needed to grow up first before it can save the world. So, so. we got uh, you, you're you're uh, you're banging on a upside down bucket. Yeah, I'm doing a washtub base. Those are our assets. Do we have any other assets? I guess our long long term goal is to outdo you too. And give all of our money to Marsha Clark so that she can invest it well. All right, yeah. So that so we're gonna have to synchronize our the, watches, our jug band <laughs> with uh, some sort of a laddered certificate of deposit. <laughs> Oh, and then there's also a fourth thing that she just didn't put a number on uh, because that would make it the four tips. And Oh, she wants to stick to the rule of threes there. She just uh, kind of shoehorned this one in that says, just... make sure your investment strategy works for you, which is like just, that, that seems like she just brought a basin out and just let Barabbas go and washed her hands. <laughs> She's like, look, I, if if this doesn't work out, that was your fault. I said, make sure it works for you. Uh, no, no, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. So she learned a few, thing or two from that trial, it yeah. seems. Maybe she's, she can uh, join the actual innocence squad. She's like, oh, no, uh, it doesn't. <laughs> your investment strategy doesn't fit. You must have quit. Uh, yeah, so that was Marsha Clark investing. All right. Uh, there are so many good ones on here. Um, All right. I think let's just do let's do a one, two, three shoot where we both say the name of a podcast we like until we both say the same podcast. All right. All right. So, so you're, it's going to we're going to say one, one two, two, three. three shoot and when we say shoot instead of shoot we okay. say the name okay that's what it was i was trying to find out if we were going to say shoot and then the uh, no we we'll say two, one two three, three podcast okay all right one, one two, two three J-O-I podcast <laughs> soiled burgundy oh oh you mean to pick one i thought you were going off the pod truck. no no th- no i'm sorry we're we're sorry. uh no we've we've done uh we've done six ideas here oh you are right you are right all right, I now know what you're going to pick. Um, or eight ideas. All right. 
so that didn't work at all. But you know that uh, I I I think that out of all of these, the the jack off instructions one. Is... I'm I'm I actually would agree with you. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the actual I'm, innocent I'm open, squad, but I'm open. Uh, <laughs> I I think that we need a little deeper pockets to make that one happen. So I'm we have I'm... trouble coming up with a third example. <laughs> Here's the things I know about jerking off, drinking. Here's the things I don't know about crime and punishment. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Let's let's do the JOI podcast All right. this week. All right. So uh, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks to all the people out there who have been giving us shout outs and uh, re- re- uh, requesting us uh, when you go to the club, go to the DJ and say, we play. Play these guys podcast <laughs> just do that uh that's a new thing we're trying yeah just word of mouth uh from our street team yeah if you're at a club and the dj is spinning uh just go up and be like hey do you take requests and then try and get them to play the podcast yeah are we gonna start dropping beats no over over the podcast no we are not this is we want to just I, I'm worried that if we if we were, we're going to let it all might, the might steam out of this party. Awake, so yeah, no, we're gonna... <laughs> everybody do ketamine at the party and then put on our podcast and just listen to us uh, snicker at our own fucking. We're just huffing our own farts here. Um. Also, if you want to hear the Jack Off podcast. <laughs> You can go over to patreon.com forward slash we don't have a podcast yet. Uh, over there, you'll find the vault. If you subscribe to our uh, our fans and stands level, uh, you will get access to the, uh, the vault where we keep all of our failed attempts at podcasts. Uh, I don't think the jack-off one will be in there, though, because I think this is going to be the one yeah. that uh, finally uh, puts us on the and even the, though none of these are as good of ideas as the Jack Off podcast, it's a veritable cornucopia of wonderful podcast ideas that would be good enough for others, but it's just, just not, like a not up to our standards. Big bugle with ideas pouring out of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, just a horn of plenty. Just, it's on the back of a donkey. The donkey is charging the beaches of Normandy, just <laughs> dumping ideas out. We've got one on there where we hold a seance for a dead horse. There's one where we review reviews of Halloween-themed uh, Amazon items. Uh, there's, there's there's one where we review very, very poor movies uh, and try to get our very, very friendly quotes onto those movies' posters. Yeah, so go check that out. And uh, also, if you if you like our show... Please, if you've listened this far, you're clearly a fan of the show. You, you've made it through this entire thing. Why not just click on the uh, click on the old show show? Ask to see this show page on your podcast thing on iTunes, and then and then just write us a review. Just say, "Hey, I like this show." You know what? Yeah, all right. They're okay. It's pretty good. It's not a podcast, but it's I enjoyed proud. my time with it. It's proud humor. 
you know what? I just if if you if you can just everyone just write proud humor. <laughs> Let's get that. Let's get that hashtag trending. Proud humor. Yeah, I'm proud of my humor. And hopefully that's not already a hashtag for something else. <laughs> it could really go a lot of different ways. Yeah. All right. Bye.